Hey there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum, and I will be your host as always. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know of a few things of note. First, you may or may not be aware that I host another podcast called The Third Seat. The Third Seat is unrelated to the podcast you are listening to right now, but if you'd like to check it out, then I will put a link in the description of today's episode that you can use to listen to it. If you like this podcast, then I really think you will like The Third Seat as well, so I highly recommend you check it out. Next, I want to let you know of a few ways you can support the podcast. First, be sure to tell a friend if you enjoy the show. Word of mouth is not only a great way to help support the show, but it's also zero cost. Secondly, if you enjoyed today's episode, then be sure to leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Leaving a positive review is one of the best ways of not only supporting the show, but it also gives me direct feedback from you regarding how you feel about the show overall. I greatly appreciate if you decide to take the time to support the show in any of these ways. Finally, if you'd like to follow me or the show on social media, then feel free to check out the description of today's episode. Here you will find all affiliated and mentioned links, as well as how you can support the show online. As always, I want to thank you for tuning into and supporting the show. It really means a lot to me, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed making it for you. But first, I'd like to take a moment to thank the sponsor of today's episode, Lucky to Know You Apparel. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever loved your friend so much that you just want to squeeze them until they explode? Well, this local Chattanooga-based clothing brand wants to portray that feeling into a community that appreciates the people in their lives. Today's sponsor, Lucky to Know You Apparel, is using fashion and feelings to bring people together, making them ecstatically say, can you believe we happen to exist at the same time? Check out their Instagram, at Lucky to Know You Apparel, and website, www.luckytoknowyou.com, to purchase your own apparel or gift one to a friend. Listeners of this podcast can use code FEELINGLUCKY for 15% off your next order. Again, that is code FEELINGLUCKY, spelled F-E-E-L-I-N-L-U-C-K-Y, at checkout for 15% off your next order. And hey, if no one has told you today, we are lucky to know you. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum. I'll be your host for this episode as always. And I'm excited to bring this episode to you all today. My guest today is someone who I've gotten to know, I guess, over the past couple months or so. Uh, and I've learned uh, not only do we have the same birth month, uh, but that, uh, sh- that my guest today is someone who here in the Chattanooga area where I'm currently living, currently based, uh, they're one of the, in my opinion, one of the kind of coolest upcoming creatives in the area. Someone who is doing a lot of really exciting work uh, and someone who I'm really excited to talk to today and for you all to meet. So Madeline, thank you for joining me on the show today. Hello. Thank you for having me. That was so sweet. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, of course. So um, for those that may not be aware of you and, and what you do and what you've currently got going on, do you care to just tell a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I am the owner of a clothing company that's local to Chattanooga. It's called Lucky to Know You. And um, basically what it's about is just appreciating people in our lives. Uh, Using my love for fashion, art, and people, I wanted to come with a way to combine all of those things. And so lucky to know you kind of was just born from loving all my friends and during COVID not being able to see them as much was like really hard. And so getting to come up with a phrase that like my friends actually like adopted into our friend group. And so now like we use it all the time Yeah, um, was really cool. And having a 
wonderful support system along my side, just kind of being there for the whole thing has been yeah. really awesome. So how long have you been officially like, or like, how long have you officially been like run? I mean, I know you've been like since the launch day, like you've probably been designing and thinking and doing things, you know, to prep, prep the brand, but like how long have you officially been like owner operator of lucky to know you apparel so far? Right. So I had this idea, um, I knew I always wanted to own some type of clothing company or something in that sorts, uh, probably when I was in college, so like over five years ago, Mm -hmm. but um, never had like a name. I know I wanted there to be a purpose behind what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So when like fast forward to two years ago, I guess, and so I was in COVID obviously and um, felt really lost about what I wanted to do. And I've always kind of had that struggle on like my purpose and, you know, what I could offer the world. And I know that I wanted to do something impactful to people always. And I told my parents since I was little, I'm never going to do a nine to five. Like I'm not going to be sitting at a desk. You will not find me doing that. I had to be moving around. And so probably two years ago is when I think it was a little over two years when I was with my friends actually. And I was sitting down with them and I was telling them, this is my idea. I really want to do it. And I literally took a picture of them. I think we were at like Flying Squirrel or something. Mm-hmm. And which is which is a restaurant. If you're if you're yes. if you're not privy to the to the reference, it's a, it's a restaurant. She was not. Uh, I mean, I don't know what you were doing, but maybe it, it is a restaurant here yes. in the Chattanooga. <laughs> so we were having some wine, and you know, I was just like talking about it. And so I took a picture of my friends, and I was like, I'm taking this picture to remind myself that I'm going to do it. I'm not going to just like keep talking about it. I'm actually going to put some action behind it. So I started just kind of putting the idea out there, asking other friends what they thought. I was designing things. I actually had a, um, a member at the place that I work mm-hmm. kind of push me to be like, hey, I want to see these designs you keep talking about. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was like, I don't have any designs. But I was like, you're right. I got you. Uh, next week, like I will have it ready. And so that kind of pushed me to actually go for it because I was a little timid about taking that step and feeling a lot of doubt uh, throughout my uh, college experience. And so coming into starting this business, I really knew I wanted it to be something great. Mm -hmm. And so once I like told my friends is what I'm doing, I kind of just started every day or, you know, every other day trying to get some work in and trying to make designs and trying to find sweatshirts and just doing a bunch of work behind the scenes that a lot of people don't Mm -hmm. know is like a part of making a business. And I had no idea how to make a business. I was like, okay, like, how do we start this? And then all of a sudden there's all of these steps and it was way more than I was expecting. But honestly, I feel like way more worth my time and the journey, like being mm-hmm. from there two years ago, launching in September of this past year, having a launch party with like over 50 people show up, which for me was so cool. And then experiencing selling over, like, I think right now I'm at 150 sweatshirts or items that I've sold. So yeah. that's been cool to like start very small and have just an idea and then all the steps leading up. Yeah to where I am now has been really amazing. Yeah. And, and, and I can tell from my own personal experience and, and we chatted a little bit about this, uh, when we first talked, but the, the process of having an idea about something, whether it's a clothing brand or in my case, a show or whatever it is that, you know, anybody's, anybody's doing, I think it's, it's really cool to see something at least like you know, obviously when you had your idea for, for your brand, like other people may not have been aware about it until you told them about it. And like when I had the idea for my show, like it was just an idea for me, but it's been really cool from where I stand to see this go from, Oh, that'd be kind of a cool thing to do to now. It's like, 
it's a reality now. Like I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm some world famous host or anything. Cause I'm not like, it's still very, you know, it's still a small endeavor, but it's really cool to see something that was once just an idea and was once a, Hey, that'd be kind of cool to now it's a living, breathing, tangible thing. You know, in your case, you know, uh, it, it was just a conversation, like you said, you were having with your friends back during, you know, 2020, 2021 about, you know, you wanted to show appreciation for those that were closest to you. And now, you know, you're years and months removed. That simple conversation, that simple idea has turned into a business, a brand. And I just think that's really cool. I think it's whenever you can see kind of the inception of this idea turn into a reality and now it's a real moving, living, breathing thing, you know, metaphorically speaking, I just think that's really cool. Uh, because in me, like not to get too philosophical or anything, but I think that's part of the joy of being a human is like creating something and, and having something that was not there. And now it's here because of you, you know? And I just think that's really cool. I think that's part of the, like I said, the joy of being a human. It's, it's part of, uh, I think, a lot of a lot of us, you know, making a bit of an assumption, but I think a lot of us have that innate desire to create something of our own, no matter what that is, and and be proud of something that we've made. Uh, and so I, I definitely commend you on it because, you know, I've, I've I've told people and kind of joking around like this, what I do, you know, there was a little bit of a financial investment, but it's not like I was starting a business or anything. And a lot of it was just upfront stuff. And once you have the microphone, you have the microphone and you can use it. You don't have to, you know, routinely like restock your microphones. And, you know, once you have the things, it's, it's not a huge like business endeavor or anything. I never, you know, try to pretend like it is, but what you're doing is something that I think one is definitely it. People are gravitating to it. And I think for good reason, but uh, I mean, like you said, you are starting a business and you're starting one that is not just, uh, you're selling an idea or selling, uh, just a random product. Like you are creating something for yourself and selling, uh, the fact the celebration of friendship and relationships to people. And I just think that's really cool. I, I don't think a lot of people our age are doing that. And I just, I commend you for that. I think that's awesome. So um, I, it's been cool to, cool to watch kind of from the sidelines and see where you're at now. And I see now, uh, at this time you have, you're currently wearing the new crew necks that you have coming out. So yes. how are you feeling about those so far? I'm so excited. So starting this out, I knew at the beginning I wasn't going to have like the very best product, the very yeah. best thing at first. Mm -hmm. Um, but the more I, I have a little bit of perfectionism when it comes mm -hmm. to certain things, especially art. Mm -hmm. uh, and so kind of taking that back and being like, what I'm trying to do is about the purpose behind it and the story. It's not about what I'm actually putting out there. And yes, as an artist myself, like designing things and building something that I like and, you know, fits in my, um, the caliber of what creativity I like to do. Mm -hmm. Um, it's been really interesting to kind of step back and think more about the big picture and then know that moving forward, I can get bigger on what I'm doing and I can find new things that are even better and, mm -hmm. you know, get up to the point where I'm, where other clothing companies are at and mm -hmm. able to sell products for more than I am right now. And that's one thing I really wanted to push, um, was making it affordable because mm -hmm. for me, I, I didn't want to make anything that I wouldn't buy myself. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to put the money into something and then charge hundreds of dollars for something that to me, I'm like, I wouldn't buy that. Like, yeah. you know, I would buy it because it's mine, but I'm not going to pay that much money for yeah. it. And I feel like a lot of times, um, there is that struggle, um, in this industry and people tend to be able to sell their things for more money because they're already followed by people. Yeah. Um, and so 
not being having a following for me has been interesting because mm-hmm. a lot of people that start these these different side like adventures and these clothing things, a lot of them are like influencers and mm-hmm. a lot of them, you know, already are a musician or they already yeah. have this other platform yeah. that's already building them up to where they're already up there. Mm-hmm. And so everything sells faster and people want it more. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very slow at that. And so it's me having to get the money for that and figuring out how am I going to make this affordable? How am I going to do something new? Mm-hmm. Um, and so right now with the crew next, I've been super excited about that. I know a lot of people have been wanting them. And so I was like, I got to get this figured out. I actually was waiting for so long for these certain colors to come in. They kept going out of stock and I still don't have two sizes and two colors, but yeah. I'm making it work with other, other colors. Yeah. Um, so that's like the frustrating part of that situation. Um, but it's been really cool to browse the internet and find these different types of styles. I love shopping. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. But I will go on the internet and we'll just look and look and look at stuff. I just love looking at clothes. Like it's something about the fact that someone created something, an idea, like yeah. you said, and they made it into their own thing. And so me using my story um, and the behind the scenes of what like you know you is to kind of push this like walking billboard. I know we talked about that. Yeah. That's kind of like a marketing scheme like yeah. you're you're wearing something a clothing item that has a whole message on the back and mm-hmm. people are going to see it just walking down the street yeah and like you sent me a picture of someone wearing it yeah and i've gotten so many pictures of other yeah. people wearing it and i'm like that's so cool like yeah. someone's wearing something that i made myself mm-hmm. i came up with the idea i designed this and it's awesome seeing that turn into the final product and i hope yeah. to like continue to add more things i have a lot of really good ideas actually yeah. Um, that I hope I can pull off. Yeah. Um, but moving forward the next few months, I'm hopefully getting many more things for hats, t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the ideas I feel like I come up with, I'm like, wow, like, I'm so smart. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> the things I think about, I'm like, this is so good. I'm like, yeah. Madeline, you're awesome. Like, yeah. you, you figured this out. Like, you came up with a creative way to, you know, talk about these things that people might not want to talk about or to just put love and, like, positivity out into yeah. the world. And, I'm really excited to work on doing new things that kind of show more about how I can take what's happened in my life or things that I've gone through Mm -hmm. or just humanity in general and using that as like a powerhouse to continue growing this like community and just seeing where it goes. Cause I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm like, I just started this and like, I hope that it goes well. That was like fingers crossed. Uh, but I knew that if I never started, it would never happen. Yeah. And that's something that took me a long time to get to, um, a really long time actually, because I was kind of putting everything off and like, what if I fail? Like all of those doubts, like mm-hmm. really hardcore, like in my head. And I finally was like, Madeline, you literally just have to do it. Because if you don't, then you're never going to, and someone else is going to steal your idea. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, art doesn't just like stand still. It always is rotating and transitioning into new avenues and new ideas. So it's never going to just be this one time when this type of art you want to do or this specific thing you want to do is going to be there. It's mm-hmm. going to change. Yeah. And so like going into that has been awesome. Just like my mind being able to like work through my brain in different ways and try to like come up with ideas and look at inspiration and be able to conceptualize the ideas I have and put them on paper and then put it into a design and then see the final product is like the coolest part. Cause yeah. it's like, I made this and now I'm wearing it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and I think that, I think that is part of the, for me, like in, in regards to the creative process, if you want to call it that, like the, the ability to look at the final product and be proud of it. Like you said, I think that's something that's, that's worth, that's worth celebrating. Uh, you know, I, I've, 
I've mentioned it to you before. This is kind of the first thing that I've ever really like created on my own. Like that was an idea that, you know, went, it went through the idea phase to the preparation creation. And now it's a thing. And, you know, like there's days where, you know, there's good days and bad days, but at the end of the day, I'm always very proud to be like, I've created something that people, even if it's a large or small audience want to listen to, like people willingly take time out of their day to listen to me talk to about something or talk to someone. And, I mean, that's all I can ask for. I mean, that's just awesome because for me, the best part is I get to have these really fun conversations and then now I get to invite other people in to, you know, listen in with me and I, right. I can't ask for anything else other than that. Um, something you said, a couple things really resonate with me. I think that you have something, obviously, like you said, if you're, if you're comparing yourself to like an influencer who already has a huge audience and they partner with some brand and then that brand, you know, sells out and whatever, like we see that a lot, but I think something that you have right now that maybe other people don't have is you are very, uh, one, very authentic with the way you present yourself, but you're very open and upfront. You're not presenting yourself as if you're just someone trying to sell a product. You're not just slapping a logo on something and saying, okay, well, you know, I bought this for 10 bucks a piece. I'm going to, you know, price it for $70 just to gouge people. Like you're selling a product. Yes. And you want to make a profit of course, but you are, it, it, you are a part of it. It's not like you're just, again, like you're just slapping something on a shirt and be like, yeah, somebody will probably buy these somewhere and I'll just leave it at that. You're creating something with intention. And I think people recognize that. I think that, um, you know, if you were to just make some, you, you see shirts all the time and you see clothing that you can tell, at least in my opinion, that it was just made without much thought or without much uh, intentionality behind it. And in my opinion, I really think that, your intention and your desire with these with these pieces of uh, clothing that you have, it really resonates with people. Uh, I think the fact that you know, even though you are relatively, comparatively speaking, smaller than other companies, people are still resonating with it, um, and I think that's that's really encouraging, but a really cool thing to see that it, it, from my perspective. I think that if you can commit to it and keep going and stay the course. People are going to really latch onto that. People aren't going to latch onto a brand necessarily. They're not going to latch onto a logo. They're going to latch onto you because you are the brand. People know you behind the brand that you're creating. And if they like you and they like the message you have to say, they're going to like the things you have to produce. And I, I just think that's really cool. Um, another thing that I've mentioned on here before, and, and you kind of touched on a little bit, is I think this is somewhat due to the environment that we live in, but it seems a lot of times that people predominantly online, it can seem like you see someone, you know, maybe there's some kind of famous influencer or they have, you know, hit it big in some kind of profession, whatever it is. And a lot of times I'll look at people and I'll be like, you know, like in my space, I'll see other, not, not my space, but in the, in the podcasting space, I'll see other people and like, I'll see people that, you know, do great numbers. And I'm like, I know that I can do like, I can do exactly as well. Like what is it about them that makes them worthy of getting all these numbers? And I'm not, you know, may not be reaching the same amount of numbers as they are. But the reality is that most people, at least in my estimation, if they're reach any level of success for you, it may be a successful brand for me. It's a, a successful show. They had to start from scratch at some point. You know, there are some cases of like overnight sensations. The one I always think of is like Post Malone. Like he 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 had White Iverson, and literally overnight, it was like it was like the number one. He like woke up the next day and was like getting cut. Like that's a rare case, but most people they start their businesses. They start what they do with a little bit of money in their pocket, maybe not with an idea, and they run with it. And the the 
core principle of it of it all to me is they start with what they can start with and they use time to their advantage. I've told many people before, I think a lot of times, specifically in the podcast space, I think a lot of shows quote unquote fail, not because they failed, but because they stopped. I think a lot of people, they'll do three or four or five episodes. And then for whatever reason, life gets in the way, something happens and they stop doing it. To me, that person didn't fail. They just stopped for you. Someone may have, Oh my, you know, Oh my gosh, I want to, I want to make a brand. Like I see all these cool brands that I love to wear. Like I want to make my own and maybe they make a couple t-shirts, whatever. And they realize that there's a financial investment. There's a time that has to go into it. Maybe they don't have as many ideas as they thought they did. And after a couple shirts or a couple, you know, pieces, it kind of fizzles out. That person didn't fail in my mind. They just stopped. And so I think what, uh, what you're proving is that even right now where comparatively speaking, you might be smaller than other brands or other people online, the fact that you are willing to start where, you know, start with whatever you do have, even if it's not a lot, comparatively speaking, the fact that you're willing to start with what you do have and use time to your advantage, that's a recipe for success in my mind. You know, every successful individual, quote unquote, they've been doing what they've been doing for a long time. And if you do it long enough, you're going to get better at it and you're going to get good at it and you're going to resonate with people. It's pretty impossible not to, you know, <laughs> if, if you, if you sit around, I mean, I, I played sports growing up. If you sit around and you practice your dribbling every single day, you're going to get better at it. Like if you, you know, whatever it is, if you want to be an artist, if you sit and practice a certain kind of art style every single day, you're probably not gonna be that great when you first start. But if you practice it every single day, you will get better. There's that's guaranteed. I don't know how fast or how long it will take, but given enough commitment, it will happen. And so that's always an encouraging thing for me because I think to some degree we're both in a similar situation where we're trying to start something something from scratch. We're trying to create something kind of up from the ground. And yeah, we're starting kind of from zero. But the commitment to the idea, the commitment to doing it and doing it well over time, I think that's what's going to really work out well for you, in my opinion. Uh, and I think that you're doing it. And so that's, that's really cool to see, at least from my perspective, you know? Yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree in that. And there's a lot of, you know, it's the people that already have the platforms. I feel like they just take over so much faster. Um, you said something about us starting at ground zero. That's interesting because in my opinion, at first I thought, man, I don't know if this is going to work. What if no one buys it? What if, you know, people don't like it? And there's just all these like doubts and these things that you're, you're questioning, you know, you're starting something new and something that, um, clothing is always done. Like fashion's always there. There's always going to be something similar to someone else. It's almost impossible to come up with something completely your own idea. I feel like we're very, everything in the world has been like washed down. Like it's kind of hard to, you know, a sweatshirt's a sweatshirt. Someone's going to mm -hmm. have a sweatshirt company. Someone else down the road is going to have one. Someone the yeah. next day over is going to have one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's impossible, but it's also about what you do with the audience you have and how you take what you're doing. And in my opinion, like having an actual purpose behind it, mm -hmm. it'd be different if I was just putting a smiley face on a t-shirt <laughs> and then I just sold it because I wanted to make a lot of money. Yeah. But I'm like, really trying to be intentional about what I am putting out there and the message I'm putting out. And I honestly feel like for us, like it is hard to start at the bottom. Um, and I think that frustrated me a lot at first. Cause I was like, I just want to get there. I just want to be successful. Yeah. You know, like I want to be financially free. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to know that like, this can be my full job. I don't have to have a side job. Mm -hmm. Like right now I have a side job mm -hmm. or 
my main job and then this is my side yeah. job. I want my side job to be my main job. Yeah. So I'm like, I know I'll get to that point and I hope that I do. Mm-hmm. But I think that we may have a disadvantage in the fact that we are starting at the bottom, but also we didn't get anything handed to us, mm-hmm. you know? And I yeah. feel like everyone that starts with, you know, that does influencing or is a celebrity, they started somewhere and they became a sensation for whatever reason it may be. And some people may argue that certain people have talent, certain people don't. People deserve to be celebrities or people don't for whatever reason. I think it allows us to be more authentic in who we are and to also know that we put the work in more. Not that we put it in more than other people necessarily, but there's a lot steeper of a hill to go up Mm -hmm. than it is just to get something where you're starting halfway up the hill and then going to the top instead of starting from the bottom. And so for me, it's kind of like empowering to be like, well, I'm starting this on my own. Like no one in my family has anything like this. No one has this business. Everyone did normal jobs. I am choosing to do something different because I truly have believed that I'm meant to do something different. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, that might be because I'm like, I just don't want to sit at a desk Mm -hmm. and it might be because I'm like, I don't want to work for someone, Mm -hmm. which sometimes I don't really like working for people (laughs) because I, I like to have that creative freedom. And I feel like a lot of places don't offer that as much. Um, and so I'm like, well, you know, if I'm not going to join him, I might as well try my own thing. Mm -hmm. And so getting to be authentic in the way that I show people kind of what I do. And that's something I need to work on more is show people the steps that I take and all the things I do. Mm -hmm. Um, to me, it's like really rewarding. It's like, it's like I'm talking to someone on the phone. Like I'm calling them. I'm like, Hey, this is my idea. Like this is what I'm doing. Or like, I want y'all's opinions because like you guys matter to me because y'all follow my account. You believe in what I'm doing. You're, you know, giving me that like thumbs up that like you agree with what I've started. So it's having that, you know, community and support around you. That's like so helpful to be able to feel like what you're doing is good and like that reassurance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you don't always see it with the sales, but I see it and people being excited for what I'm having next and like what's going to be in the future. And it's fun for me to get to take my creativity to the next level and to really like dive deep and be like, what do you want to show people? Like, what kind of art do you like? Like, what do you want to portray in these things? But like, how can you do it in your own way? Yeah. Because I can do the same thing that someone else is doing, but it's not going to be the same thing because it's me. It's I'm not them, you mm-hmm. know? And so choosing to be authentic in that way, I think has helped me a lot in my own personal mm-hmm. life and my own, um, how I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like a lot of times, um, when I was in college, I really struggled with like, am I even an artist? Am I even like enough? Am I worthy of saying that I'm an artist? Mm-hmm. And it was really hard at first for me to like tell people that I had my own business mm-hmm. And it wasn't the first thing I said. Like, yeah. they'd be like, well, what do you do for work? And I'm like, oh, I work at this social club. And yeah, um, yeah. and then later on in the conversation, someone brings something. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have this clothing company. And then they're like, what? Yeah. And they're like, why didn't you leave with that? And yeah. I'm like, well, it kind of, like, at first it felt like, not embarrassing. It's weird to own it, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just saying, like, I did this. So yeah. it's like, you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. You're not just like, oh, yeah, I work for someone else. I work for me. Like, yeah. I do everything with this company. Mm-hmm. I literally am the owner, the founder, like, I do social media, I'm the designer, I pack the orders mm-hmm. with some help, and then I also like deliver, and it's just all of those things, it's a lot, but it's also rewarding to know that I'm doing it yeah. myself. I have wonderful support, wonderful friends that help me whenever they can, and it's so wonderful to to have that support from people around you. Mm-hmm. 
And that's one of the main reasons I started doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And so having those friendships to help through all of that has been really great. And just knowing that, like, it's honestly really cool to not have a lot of followers and then to know that, like, these are the OG. Like, these are the people that actually, like, they, like, started with you. So, yeah. like, you know, if we do make it big one day, yeah. then, like, you could look back and be like, wow, like, that's so crazy. You yeah. know, Daniel was one of my followers, and, like, way back when, and he didn't even know who I was. And, you know, like, yeah. that's so awesome that, like, you believed in what I was doing and you, like, reached out wanting to learn more. And I didn't know that was ever going to happen. Yeah. Like, I had no idea that anything that's going on is going to be happening at all. And yeah. I, I just kind of started and didn't know where this was going to go and just kind of was like, well, we're going to try and see. And if we yeah. fail, I guess we'll try something else and yeah. go from there. And it's just been really cool to see the evolution of like idea pen to paper to these different moments to like today, even going to talk to this elementary school and like yeah. getting to tell these kids, like, you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. You just have to believe in yourself. And that's something when I was younger, I wish I would have heard a lot more. And I wish I would have, you know, remember when I was in college and I failed, I didn't get into the art program and yeah. I was so sad. Um, I was just like, what the heck? Like, I, am I not good enough? You yeah. know, and it's just like all of these swirling doubts. And so like trying, which still happens, oh, but yeah. just ripping yourself out of that and yeah. being like, dude, you literally have like your own company. Yeah. You have like, your own business. You started this, like you plan these photo shoots. Mm-hmm. You like design this, you, you went on the news. Like mm-hmm. you literally went on the news to go talk about your business. That's so cool. Yeah. Like I just, a lot of times need to remind myself how amazing this opportunity is to even just like at the smallest degree of all the things I would never do if I never started this, yeah. you know, and yeah. getting to meet new people like you and people that, care about people mm-hmm. and that care about things like this and want to see people succeed. I feel like there's a lot of just like negativity in the world. And so trying to bring that positivity in has been really awesome to see that like there are other good people too. And mm-hmm. there are other people that want you to succeed. Yeah. And that's something that I feared a lot at first was like, well, what if people don't want me to do good? Like, you know, there's all of these different doubts that go into it, but going through all those steps and still like, I still have those moments a lot. Like I actually did last week and was like crying about just like, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. What if I'm failing? Like I haven't come out with anything yet. And then I was like, wait, you're doing this alone. Yeah. It takes time. You also have another job. Like you are a busy girl and you also don't have to be so hard on yourself. Yeah. And so it's like learning those steps going through into just continuing this on, I think is going to be really awesome for my like personal growth and my personal mental health and just like, Discovering who I am as a person I oh, yeah. think, has been really cool to see. Yeah. So I have, I've mentioned this a lot on the show recently, but it just, it's really been something that's been occupying a lot of, a lot of space in my, uh, just mentally a lot of space for me. But I read a book recently. Are you familiar with who Rick Rubin is? You know, no. does that name ring a bit? So, uh, I'll show you a picture afterwards, but he, if, if you've ever heard of Def Jam Records, he founded Def Jam Records. He's worked yeah. with a long, long, long list of very famous artists, like the top artists in every genre. He's like worked with them in some way, fashion, you know, and he's That's been, in, he recently turned like 60, been working in the music industry for a long time, but he wrote a book. Um, and I want to check it out and I read it and it's been one of my favorite books recently because it's been all about, uh, creativity, being an artist, just his, his kind of thoughts on the decades he's been working and just putting that on paper. 
And I've had a lot of the same thoughts that you've had specifically regarding this and some of the different things that he, he talked about a lot of different stuff in the book, but some of the things that really resonated with me that I think you might resonate with as well is one of the very first points he made was that whether you believe it to be true or not, or whether you, uh, whether you recognize it is that all of us in our own unique way, we're all artists in, in our own unique way. Uh, even if you don't make art, like traditional art, even if you're not making music or you're not making paintings or whatever it is, we're all artists because to be a human means to add your own unique flavor and your own unique perspective to whatever it is that you do, whether you work a nine to five job, whether you are, you know, a stay at home parent, whether you have your own company, whatever it is, we are all artists with, you know, your impact on the world is creating something new every single day. And that is the definition of art is creating something that was not there and is now there today. And for me, that really resonated with me a lot because I am, I have never been the most traditionally creative person in the world. I tried to learn to play guitar when I was younger, wasn't great at it. I've never been great at like painting, drawing, none of that stuff. It never came easy to me. And for much of my life, I just considered myself to be an kind of uncreative person. Like it just didn't come naturally to me, but understanding the fact that even if you aren't a world-class painter, even if you can't make music, you know, at the level of the greats or anything, that doesn't mean that you aren't artistic or creative in any way. You create things every day. You create new conversations. You create new relationships. You create uh, new bonds with people. You you create art pieces, but also through your art, you create a, you create relationships with people. That is the definition of being an artist: creating something that was not there and is now there before. And so, for me, that allows me to enjoy the process more instead of looking at it as like, Oh, I'm creating a show for me. It's like, I'm creating an art piece. These conversations, whether they're good, bad, ugly, whatever, they are my art. Like this is my way of expressing myself out into the world and hopefully people like it. Um, and your, you know, your way right now is by making these, these art pieces. These are, you know, yes, clothing fashion, but for you, it's your art. You're, you're creating all the designs, you're bringing it to reality. And I think that's a great way to look at just our lives in general is not just, Oh, I'm providing for my family or, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing A, B, C, or D, you're creating art. You're using your creative abilities to create something that was not there before. And now it is. Um, but also something that he talked about a lot and really, really resonated with me. I, I challenge you to consider yourself is, is how do you define success as an artist? Um, you hear stories all the time of think of any kind of you know, artistic, artistic, uh, artistic, artistic, uh, endeavor. Think of like music. You think of the greatest artists there ever were. Um, think of like, um, let's see, Jay-Z. He's like one of the, you know, a lot of people consider him to be the greatest hip hop artist ever. He has made classic albums yet. He still continues to make music. He still continues to, he he never really said, okay, I've, I've made the art. I'm a success. Now I'm going to stop. I don't know what his definition of success is, but for most artists, in my opinion, I think success, finance is certainly a part of it. We all have bills you need to pay. We all have, you know, we need to buy food, shelter, all those things. But when it comes to art, you can't define success by, you cannot just limit it to the numbers of it all. For me, success for me right now does not look like, oh, am I bringing in a profit with this? Because I'm not at a point where I can do that yet. I'm I'm just not. But for me, success is the fact that I'm doing this. A year ago, I was not doing this. 
I only had an idea and I didn't know what I want to do with it. And zero people were listening to me. <laughs> that's, you know, that, that's what was, what I was doing a year ago. I was prepping these things and thinking, okay, like I've bought a microphone. Like, what am I doing now? Right. But for me now, success is I'm creating a show that I like. I'm having conversations that I enjoy and people enjoy them as well. At this point in time, I can't ask for anything more. Sure, it'd be great if I was, you know, making tons of money off this, but that's not feasible for me right now. For you, obviously you want to turn a profit, like you want to make money, but think of, you know, think about where you, where you, where you were a year ago. Uh, you say you, you launched in, was it September? September, yes. So a year ago, you weren't even doing this. I mean, it was just starting. official, officially, yeah. like you weren't officially, out like there you, you didn't officially have pieces you can point at and say, Hey, someone's wearing my clothing right. out in the world. Like, yes, you want to make money, but for all intents and purposes, in my eyes, you are successfully doing it. Whether you're taking three steps forward and one step backwards, you're still moving forward. And to me, that is a success. However, like, and that's something I've really been thinking about a lot lately is, is trying to define what does success look like for you? Yes, obviously the finances is part of it. That's why I have a job. Like I right now I can't rely on this. Yeah, it's like right now I can't rely on this to be my job. So I have a job. And for me, finances isn't the thing I'm worrying about. For me, it's are you creating the show that you want to create that you're proud of? And that is a success for me. I can't ask for anything else. Um, and so I, I, something I just, I think is really important is to define what does success look like for you? And there's no right or wrong answer to it. Like if success for you is, yeah, I want to make a whole lot of money and have my own brand and do this thing, then great. Like that, let that be your marker. But I think a lot of times it can get very easy to measure your success by where other people are at or what the the traditional uh, measures of success are when I think there's more nuance to it than that, you know? Um, and, and I, I, there's, and there's nothing wrong, even if you don't necessarily know, because I, <laughs> I tell you, and I, I've talked about it on the show before, like there were certainly days and there have been days I'd be lying. I know there's gonna be days in the future where I'll sit down and be like, like, why am I doing this? Like, what, <laughs> like, what, why did I decide to like, and again, I'm like, if, if this show ceased to exist, like my life would be fine. I wouldn't be sleeping on the streets or anything. I'd be okay. But there's days I'm like, man, I have to like schedule these interviews and try to be interesting. And there's days where I'm like, man, I don't really want to talk today. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to have an hour, hour to hour and a half conversation today. But I made a commitment to myself that I wanted to chase after and create something that I'm proud of. And that to me is what gets me through those days where, you know, you're, you're in the valleys, but that, that helps sustain me through the valleys. It makes those peaks so much better. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, the, the ups and downs of creative endeavors is not an easy thing to go through in any way, but I think if it was easy, it wouldn't be so rewarding. Uh, you know, and so I just encourage you to one, continue to define success for whatever it is for you, but just keep going. Like there are a lot of people I'm sure that would love to be in the position that you're at. Right? There's a lot, I'm sure there's so many other people that are a couple blocks away from us right now at UTC trying to get into an art program and think, man, I would love to have my own brand someday. And yeah, obviously speaking like, yeah, there's huge brands out in the world, but that's not your measure of success right now. Your measure of success is I have a clothing piece that I created that people want to wear and want to buy and want to represent themselves. That's success for me. Like for, for you, I I think you've, you've made it so far. You're doing everything you need to do and you're doing great. I think honestly. So yeah, I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. That's, I actually haven't really thought, I thought a little about the success, but you saying that like, 
telling me that you think I'm already successful, that honestly is like really cool to hear because well, like the reassurance you, is nice. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, it's like if to me, I'm, I'm looking at it from a financial perspective and I'm, I'm not, you know, it's very easy for me to say this right now when I'm not making money off of this. It's like, well, yeah, you haven't, you know, and I have a job that sustains me. So like, I, I get that I'm coming from a different perspective, but let's say, let's say your goal was to hit a million dollars in sales. Well, you hit a million dollars, then what? That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. But let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you know, my, let's say my goal is to hit a million downloads. Okay. You hit a million downloads, then what? Are you going to stop? No. You're going to say, okay, I want to get two million. Yeah. You're but you're going to keep chasing that. So is success bound in the number or is it bound in the creation of the thing that you want to create? And that's what I've tried to reframe it as. Mm-hmm. To me, yes, of course, I want tons of people. I, I, if I woke up tomorrow and the newest episode has a million downloads, I'd be ecstatic. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Like That's so cool. But for me, the success of the show is not bound to, at the moment for me, whether one person listens to it or a million people listens mm-hmm. to it. It's the fact that I'm doing this. Yes. That's success for, for me. And, and that's really helped me to enjoy the process more and reframe it as, you know, a much more enjoyable process. So, no, yeah. exactly. I think a lot for me when I was younger, I think like everyone was like, I want to be famous. And like, yeah. that was me too. I was like, I want to be famous. Like that looks so fun. They yeah. have millions of dollars. They can do whatever <laughs> they want. Like, you know, having success, I think growing up, people always define it on how much money you exactly. make. Yeah. And you know, if you had the best thing and there's so many people in the world. No one can be like, there's people that are the best and that have the most money, but are they fulfilled? Mm-hmm. You know, like are yeah. they feeling, are they continuing to reach for more money and more money yeah. or are they ever satisfied? Yeah. And I think for me right now, I'm not fully satisfied obviously cause I want to keep going and I, yes. I have that drive to continue. And, um, I mean, I make some money off of what I'm doing right now, but it's obviously not enough to be just my only form of income. Yeah. And I think when I was younger, I would have said I wanted, you know, success is mm-hmm. having all this money and, you know, not having to worry about money. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's something I've always in my whole life, like always worrying about yeah. money. And if for me, if that worry is gone, then I don't think that's success for me. I think that would just be a weight off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. But I think success can be taken down a lot by your comparison to other people. And I, that's something that I personally struggle with a lot, not only just in a business standpoint, but in like the way I look and who I am and all those things. And so having to kind of like unlearn that as I'm getting older has been like challenging, but also like kind of like beautiful to see yeah. that like I'm learning that the older I get, that these certain things don't matter and me comparing myself to someone else isn't going to make me better. Yeah. And me like, oh, I want to be her. I want to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I wish that, you know, my idea was as good as that. It's just going to make me feel worse about myself. And yeah. so being successful, I think, is honestly just continuing to impact people's lives. Yeah. And like, you know, I can sell, like when I first started, I think I told you, I was like, I just wanted to sell like 50 sweatshirts. Like yeah. that was my goal. I was like, yeah. why do you like, I was like, that means 50 people are wearing something that I made. And that's so cool to see that I've surpassed that now. And mm-hmm. I hope to continue to surpass that and keep going and create, like getting the opportunity to create more and come up with more ideas and kind of show people that like my will is not going to stop. Like mm-hmm. I can keep coming up with ideas and, yeah thinking of new ways to create a meaning, but in the form of clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be my success yeah. is just honestly, just making someone's day. I feel like a lot of times 
people go into things for the wrong reasons. And I think when I was younger, I would have gone into certain things for the wrong reasons because of success being deemed as how much money I had. Yeah. But I think it's honestly how fulfilled I feel in my relationships and being able to make new friends and impact people's lives and going to just like talk to someone, inspire them. Like I had someone after I kind of like launched Lucky to Know You and was posting more about it. And I don't post that much on my personal page about it. And I don't know if that's uh, because I'm just like, this is my business, like business side type of thing. Yeah. Or I don't know what people that actually follow me are going to think, you know? Yeah. And that's something I'm like working through is being like, I have to own what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I have to be like, this is mine. So like either you like it or don't. Yeah. And I had someone reach out to me and be like, hey, I like what you're doing is so cool. And like, it's really inspiring to me to like start to do something similar. And I'm like, wow, like the fact that someone I went to like high school with is telling me that they think what I'm doing is yeah. so like impactful is just crazy because that's like the whole purpose of why I wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's allowing me to like see that I can do, I can do all these things and like I can continue and I want to continue. I want to get where, you know, it'd be nice to have like mm-hmm. these famous people. Like my dream is to have Emma Chamberlain. So if you're listening Emma Chamberlain, I would love for you to wear one of my uh, apparel. <laughs> and if you're listening Emma Chamberlain, one, I want to know how did you find yeah. <laughs> this show and two, please come on. Cause I yes. also think you're pretty cool. Yes. Uh, I would love I... to hear the story of how you found the show. If you are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that would be amazing. I I love her. That's just a side yeah. note anyways. Yeah. But um, just having something that I do get to that caliber maybe, mm-hmm. you know, that would be really cool to yeah. see that and to know that like someone that's up there likes what I'm doing, but I don't think that's my main goal. Yeah. I think I like, I know that that would help my sales, mm-hmm. but I'm not doing this for the money. Mm-hmm. Of course, we already talked about how money is yes. necessary. You yeah. have to have it. I'm like, I don't have money right now. Like, I don't have money to, like, really go out there and do all these crazy things. Like, the ideas that I have for my launches could be so much bigger if I had millions of dollars, but I don't. So, I'm like, I had to start small and use what I can, and then hopefully one day, like, I can really go out there and, like, do everything I want to do in a launch. Like, that is the goal is to be able to be like, I want this, 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 and, like, get to have exactly that. Yeah. And to be able to provide that for someone else and be like, this is my vision. This is my idea. I, you know, worked really hard on this. And it's so rewarding to get to hear people tell me how cool they think it is that I'm doing this. Like, I kind of get shy if someone's like, that's so cool. Like, you have your own business and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, thank you so much. But then my head, I'm like, wait, that's so crazy. People, like, know who I am because of this business. And, like, I didn't know if anyone would ever know or, Mm -hmm. you know, if they ever cared about like what I'm doing. And so it is rewarding to have that. And so I think the success in the whole thing is just like really impacting people's lives and making people think a little bit more, like think more about appreciating people and how you can do that. And the fact that like we, that's like also one of my little taglines is that we happen to exist at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so, cause it's like literally we're on a floating rock and we're all here at the same time. (laughs) I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, we, we could have been born 50 years ago or f- like 50 years in the future, but we yeah. are born right now. Yeah. And so I'm like really kind of into that, like fate crossing paths. Like, yeah. you know, there's certain things like reasons why you meet people. And I see that evident in my life and the ways that like 
I knew people, but then now I'm like really close with them. And like yeah. years ago I wasn't. And just, it's crazy that we can, you know, align in so many ways and, and life always works out in the way that it's supposed to. And that's very off topic of um, success. But I think that it definitely like goes back into just the fact that we can honestly just do whatever we want. Yeah. We can choose what our success is. It doesn't have to be your success. It doesn't have to be my success. Yeah. And I don't have to, you know, make a million dollars to feel like I've done something as long as someone yeah. just like feels impacted by the message I'm trying to portray and what I want to show to the world and just ways that like it can be spread further. Mm -hmm. And like I've seen, I've had people send me pictures of them wearing these things like in different countries. And so I'm like, that's so cool. Like it's gone yeah. this far. And to me, I'm like, that's successful. Like I've gotten yeah. to do that. And you know, I went on the news and I never thought I would go on the news and like, that's really cool. And like, I don't even know how that happened. It's just crazy. Like, yeah. I didn't think I would ever do that. I never really thought I was going to be, like, on TV. Mm -hmm. And to get to have the opportunities to do that has been really cool to know that, like, what I'm doing is – it means something and it matters to yeah. people. And someone wants to know about it. Yeah. And I just hope that I can inspire people that, you know, have a lot of doubts about what they want to do or feel, like – stuck and they don't know where they want to go moving forward that you just find what you want to do and if you don't even know right now because I still don't even know if this is going to be what I'm going to do and just go for it because I wish that I would have done that a long time ago and just been like just go for it if I go for it and then it doesn't work out then like you try something else and like but what if it does you know it's like that what if can go either way what if it works out? What if it doesn't? Yeah. And so it's like choosing to be like, well, what if it does? You know, what if Emma Chamberlain listens to this podcast <laughs> and then she's like, I want your sweatshirt and I also want to invest in your company. Yeah. You know, it's like there could be that chance that that could happen. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe. Yeah. But I think it's just all about continuing to push forward and trying to just push the limits on what you can do as a person. Yeah. And that's like what I'm doing creatively. I'm trying to push what I think is creative and then push it in a different way to where I'm like, this idea could yeah. be this, or, you know, I would say it, but I can't cause it's for things in the future. But <laughs> you know, like these ideas I have that I'm like, I want to pull this off. Cause like, this yeah. is so cool. It's yeah. like pushing yourself has been like the best part about this for me is success and is never going to, it doesn't have to be stagnant, I guess. No, no, but it could like, if I, you know, get to the point, but I'm only 25. So I'm like, I have so much time to like continue this. And like, it would be great to have this as my only job to where I could just work on this all the time. Mm -hmm. And I could hire someone that like also be extra hands and help. And mm -hmm. I just, I think that starting small is frustrating at yeah. some points. And it's like, why didn't I become famous, you know, like, or whatever, yeah. you know, you want success wise, but at the same time, I feel like it teaches you that it's not your time. Yeah. Like it's not my time right now to be the top seller yeah. on whatever website. It's my time to like really focus on what I want and my intentionality and what I'm doing and how I go about it. And yeah. I think that that sometimes I think stands out mm -hmm. in a different way than, you know, if someone's doing something out of just wanting to have the money, to have the success. Yeah. And that's okay, you know, if yeah. you want money, because I want money too. Uh, but like, yeah, it, we all need yeah. it at some, at some point, you know. Or, <laughs> but I or think it's, it's choosing if that's really what's going to make you happy. Yeah. Because I think I used to think that when I was younger and 
thought that if I just have, if I, you know, make this much money that I will be happy then, but it's, it's like, that's like a far fetch in the future. So like, why not be happy now? Yeah. And you know, you, you, you remind me of something I had to look it up to confirm it, but there is a book, uh, there's a book out. It's by an, a guy named James Carse, I believe is his name. I did look it up to confirm his name. Uh, but the book is called finite and infinite games. And I will preface this by saying I read the book and a lot of it didn't make like the, it was, it was a little bit over my head. A lot of it, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it was my favorite book in the world, but the core kind of principle of the book, the argument that he made is that a lot of the things that we do in our lives, if we look at it as a game can be broken down into two different categories, finite games and infinite games, finite games have a definite beginning and an end. So it starts at, you know, a, and it ends at B infinite games continue on regardless of whether you want to play it or not. And again, it's all in this framework of life as a game. And one of the main kind of arguments he makes is that the more we can view our lives as an infinite game, and I'll explain this in a minute, we will get more joy and satisfaction out of it. And he, he, you know, he uses different examples, but kind of the best one I can think of is uh, think of someone who their whole life, they're just looking forward to retirement. Ever since they, they started working at 14 years old, they've only ever worked so they can save up enough money to retire at let's say the age of 70. Okay, that's fine. Like we all want to retire at some point, like mm-hmm. at some point we have to stop working and you know, we all just kind of want to finish our lives hopefully in a, in a happy way and that's fine. And, that, and that's nothing wrong with that. But just like with anything, at some point when you reach, when you reach that point, there will be a great high of, of excitement and energy but eventually that will dissipate. You'll turn, you know, whatever age you'll retire, have a big celebration and be like, wow, like I'm, I, can, I can just do whatever I want now. But eventually you're going to wake up and that's going to become normal to you. And that excitement and that high that you had wears off very quickly. And you've suddenly con- contained your life to a finite game. You've made the very, you've, to you, the ending, the success was retirement. But that peak very quickly turned to a much smaller valley and it plateaued very quickly. He makes the argument that if we can view our lives as infinite games, things that there really isn't an end to it, there really isn't a defined marker of when we stop or when when we've succeeded, uh, we'll get a lot more enjoyment out of it. You know, you, you think of like think of like professional athletes. They the season goes, they win the championship, and after a week, you know, after a week, a month or so, they're getting ready for the next one because when the next season starts, you don't care about the last season. You want to win this one now. The argument he makes is that if we can enjoy the process, the things we do in our lives, kind of the, the classic, the, it's the journey, not the destination, you will get so much more fulfillment out of it. Because like I said, if, if your goal, if, you're, if, if, in, if in your mind, if you're, if, for me, if my ultimate success is if I could get 10,000 monthly downloads of my show, that would just be great. Okay, if that's the only mile marker I've made for myself, I've turned this show into a finite game. There's a definite beginning and an end. And once I reach that point, I'll be so excited, but a week later it'll be very normal and I'll be looking for 20,000 monthly listeners. Right. And you've you've limited yourself to these very these these few points in your life where you can get that satisfaction. To me, if I've been, if I can now frame my enjoyment of the show of simply doing it and creating it and having these conversations, like the fact that I get to meet so many really cool people and have conversations about some things I know about and some things I don't know about, I get to learn a lot. I get to meet a lot of really cool people. 
And I get so much enjoyment out of that. That's awesome. Like that is all I could ask for. Um, that is kind of the argument is that you will get so much more enjoyment out of your life if you can view it as this kind of infinite series of games we play and there's not necessarily an end to it for you. It may just be the creation of a product. It may be a creation of a thing. That's the joy you get out of it. And everything that happens beyond that is just the cherry on the top, you know? Uh, and, and I think there's some serious credence to that. Um, it's, I'm not saying that we should never, again, kind of, we've been talking about this, but I'm not saying we should never focus on the numbers of it all or anything, but I think it's important to focus on more than just, oh, success will be when I reach this point exactly. That's the only way I'll be successful or be happy. Right. That's an important point to consider, whether it's, you know, Emma Chamberlain seeing your thing or you're reaching a certain point, or for me, it's a certain amount of downloads or anything. But if you can reframe it as viewing the act of doing the thing, of creating the thing, then you'll be a lot more satisfied, I think, at least in my uh, my opinion. And there's a lot more to that book and I'm not going to sit here and try, you know, try to rehash it all, but that's one thing that he says. And I think that's, I think it's true. Uh, if you can view your life as a series of just enjoying the journey of it all, you'll get a lot more satisfaction out of it rather than just being like, I can reach that point and then I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you try to be happy now and enjoy the series of events that take place and enjoy the creation that does happen, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think, like I said, we're both in a very somewhat similar position where we're starting from, kind of from the ground up. But I think also one kind of final thing on this topic is since we're both in in a position where we're not constrained by, you know, overhead necessarily, there's no one telling, you're, you are the designer, you get to make all the choices. We have the freedom to kind of experiment and do what we want to do. If I'm at the point right now where if I wanted to take the show in a totally different direction, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Like it's my show. I can do whatever I want with it. It's your brand. If you said, you know what, I'm going to come out tomorrow with a, with a whatever, like a totally new is I'm going to rebrand it all. You can do that. You had the creative freedom to do that. And I think that's something kind of exciting about being at the beginning stages of this, you know? So I encourage you to keep going, keep doing it. Uh, I think you're doing awesome. I think that there's a lot of people that would love to be in the position that you're in. And I think that you if you give it enough time and give enough effort, you'll, you'll see a lot of rewards. I think you're, you're already seeing a lot of, a lot of great benefits of it. So keep it up, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely agree on the, um, the journey and not the, the destination. That's something everyone's always like wanting the, the success of it or the very top, you know, once you get there, then you like are satisfied. And I'm like, I used to be thinking about that. And the more I'm like, but it's so much more fun to like mm-hmm. have the concept and to do the research on what I want the next launch to be about and kind of my inspiration for how I want to put it all together. And it's more fun to kind of like pick those pieces and mm-hmm. be like, I want this color for this sweatshirt or I want this color hat and getting to use my creativity and expand it more is so much more rewarding than selling everything out. Yeah. And it would be awesome to sell everything out, but that's just not ideal in the position I'm in right now. Yeah. To me, it's more about, honestly, like a personal growth. It's yeah. more about pushing myself in a way where I don't have to be put in a box. Yeah. I don't have any, like you said, I don't have anyone above me telling me, this is what you should do for your design. You know, I have friends that I'm like, hey, what do you guys think? And I yeah. get their opinions. Yeah. But I don't have anyone telling me like, you need to do purple next time yeah. because purple is going to be the best ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
I am doing purple, but that, <laughs> <laughs> that is from my own words. Um, and so getting to kind of experiment on what I like as my own personal style and what kind of art I really enjoy is cool because no one can tell me that, you know, someone can say they don't like it, but no one can tell me you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to continue to push that box and be like, this is what can define my like creativity and what my art is. And I can keep pushing it more and more because there are holidays every you know year. And so I can come up with something new for a holiday yeah. or I can really think about things that I've been through and and use that as a weapon for my like my art and that's something I've been thinking about a lot um I'm actually working on a um mental health awareness month uh launch nice. and so be in May nice. um I haven't come up with a design at all yet <laughs> but the ideas are rolling yeah um and I kind of like have it planned out what I want to do and it's cool to see my creativity and use like something to me that's really important and to talk about it and to put it on clothing so people like see that message and people see people feel like heard and they feel like they're seen and they also feel like oh me too because it's not something that people talk about all the time and it's something I have been opening up about a lot more Um, and I want to continue to do that because I think it's important for people to you know find common ground and to also be like oh you like I struggle with that too and mm-hmm. you know and here's a way that this person took you know that whole idea of mental health matters and using that into creating a clothing piece and creating yeah. something that you're like this is so fun to wear like I feel good about this because I feel like this person understands like yeah. you know whether or not I know the circumstances but I understand just like what it is to go through mental health situations and just, you know, using ideas of different things that I love music and I am going to Bonnaroo and I'm so excited, so excited. And I like have this idea to come out with a launch like for Bonnaroo because I always like at nighttime I'm wearing hoodies and like, I'm like, I want to have my own hoodie with my own like design on it. And then people are like, what's that? And I'm like, Oh, that's mine. You know, I want to be able to express myself creatively and be able to like weave that into my own lifestyle. And I feel like for me, that's something that has helped with being authentic. And I try my best to be authentic. I try to, you know, allow people to see who I am and how my brain represents that. And that's something I want to continue to do. And push myself to be more open about just my life in general or yeah. just, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and so I want to use, like, what I actually like and the things that, you know, because I have the voice to do that and yeah. I have no one telling me I can't. And so it's nice to be able to know that I can kind of do whatever I want. And, you know, I can choose any type of art or design that I like and that I think is important or that there's a message that I can kind of weave into this certain like art type and make it into something that is my own and yeah. also make it into something that resonates to me and in hopes that it resonates to other people. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm kind of like wanting to continue to do. And that's why I started this whole thing is yeah. showing people that like we have a voice, we have a chance to show others like who we are and 
why we appreciate people and why would we not tell people that and just getting to like use it as something that I personally think that would make the world a better place and I think that it's universal yeah everyone has a friend you know everyone has someone that's really important to them or you know multiple people or maybe just one yeah but like having that person is important and those people and getting to let them know and appreciate them for who they are and just getting to like show that to them. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool and using my art and like my love for fashion to be able to show that and give that to other people, I think is is something that I'm really looking forward to. Just continuing it That's awesome. on moving forward. That's awesome. Well, I, I will say I'm uh, excited to one, have a little bit of, uh, to know you personally and to see your kind of development, uh, going forward. I think it's gonna be fun to see. I truly, truly and honestly think you're, you have a great, uh, platform. I think you're doing great. And I really honestly really do enjoy your message. And I think that you, uh, have a lot of things going your way, uh, whether you realize it or not, I think you're doing, doing a really good job coming up on a year soon, uh, for you. So that's, that's exciting. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. And I'm, I'm really excited to see where you go. Uh, we have eclipsed an hour, uh, which time goes by very fast. So I, I know it's been awesome, but I've, I've very much appreciated speaking with you today. It's been, been a lot of fun and I've been really excited about this and something I've just really, uh, enjoyed recently is just having conversations with creative people. Mm -hmm. It it invigorates me. It makes me excited and makes me want to keep creating, keep doing more. So thank you for always for the conversation and, and just for coming in before we finish. I have a uh, a quick segment I like to finish each episode off with. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a fun way to kind of finish the show, my way of just adding it a little bit of fun here at the end. It's called 15 Quick Questions. Okay. Uh, and so I have 15 quick questions Ooh, for you. Exciting. These are this or that questions, so A or B, hot or cold, red or blue, something like that. Uh, and I just want to hear your answer off the top of your head and see what you have to say. So okay. sound good to you? Yeah, let's do All it. right, let's do it. This is 15 Quick Questions. First question, beach va- beach vacation or mountain vacation? Beach vacation for sure. Which would you prefer, hot coffee or iced coffee? Always iced, even when it's freezing outside. <laughs> Always iced. Um, which season do you prefer, summer, fall, winter, or spring? I've been thinking about this a lot, actually. <laughs> I love the summer when I'm not in summer. Does that you make sense? No, you're always like... Like currently, we're kind of tra- we're, we're kind of train like at this very moment in time, we're kind of transitioning out of winter into spring, and like I really want spring, but yeah. I know when spring, like I'll be looking forward to the next yes. one, you know. So I do not like winter. Yeah. Um. Okay. There's four answers instead of two this time. Okay, so we're down to two. Yeah. I the fall is pretty. Yeah. It's nice, but like still cold. Yeah. I don't like to be cold at all. So I always pick summer, but spring and summer. I think I do more in the summer and I feel tan and more awesome in the summer (laughs) and it's just easier to dress in the summer. So we'll go summer. All right. I like it. Um, sweet or savory food. Ooh. Okay. Can I give answers to all these? Is that okay? Okay. Whatever answer you like. I feel like like I have to give an explanation You do. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So if in hindsight, nothing were to affect my health in any way, like if I, (laughs) yes, yes. Not even about like weight or anything, but just like that my heart would still work, I guess. Sweet all the way. I will eat any sweet. If I could eat it for every single meal, I would absolutely eat every sweet possible. That makes sense. I I love it. Um, All right. I'm curious to hear. I I feel like you're going to have some thoughts on this one. Are Crocs fashionable? Yes or no? Yes, they are. (laughs) I have a pair of hot pink Crocs. 
And I wear them frequently. And people might say they're not, but it's more of like a lounge wear. Like I wouldn't probably just like, honestly, maybe I would rock it with like some cool jeans and a cool shirt. But like, I think Crocs for lounge and leisure. Yes. But I don't want to see people like full on Crocs. Are you wearing Crocs? I'm not. No, I do not. I currently do not own a pair of Crocs, but I find them to be very interesting and very polarizing. So I'm always curious to hear. I kind of just like how silly they are. Like it's kind of like, Okay, she's wearing Crocs. I don't, is that cool or is it weird? I don't know, but okay, yeah. You I don't, think Crocs. Yeah, I like it. All right. Uh, pineapple on pizza, yes or Absolutely no? Absolutely, yes. yes. That is the first thing I'll order. If you do not like pineapple on pizza, yes. we can still be friends, but I will look at you a little bit differently. <laughs> it's pineapple. It just makes sense. Yeah, pineapple's great. I, Sweet I and love, savory. Love pineapple. It's just grilled pineapple in general on anything is Good absolutely... Stuff. Delicious. Good stuff. Sunrise or sunset? I am not a morning person um, at all. I like a good sunset. I feel like they're the sunrise is like the start of the day, and like you really have to be committed to being up that early. Mm -hmm. And maybe in a different time of life, I will be committed to that. But right now, I am not. Sunset is just the cotton candy skies. You yeah. cannot beat that. It's yeah. so beautiful. It's just the way that I feel like they look totally different. Yeah. Like coming up, it's it's always gonna be like orange yellow. Yeah. And then when it's going down, it always has like a blue purple paint. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. Yeah. That's a good combination of colors. I like it. Uh, all right. Guacamole or salsa, which do you prefer? Ooh. See, if you would have said queso, that would have made it a lot harder. <laughs> I don't know. I literally am the type of person that will eat, will order guac, queso, and salsa at the table. And <laughs> you, weirdly you enough, them? no, no, oh, okay. we don't, I don't mix. I'll do like a dip of a chip into each one, but I don't, I don't really mix. I'm also really weird, and I'll dip my queso on a chip in sour cream. I don't know one of my, how you one feel of my, about that. One of my good friends, I don't know if you hear this, but he he is a fiend for some sour cream. He will order a bowl of sour cream with some yes. chips, and I never knew people did that oh, until, until he did it. If you have so. the cracked uh, pepper, like kettle-cooked chips, and dip mm. it in sour cream, it's so good. It's just the taste of like the queso is hot, and mm. then the sour cream is cold. Yeah. And it just does something wonderful. Yeah. All right, next question. Uh, or which one? Which, which one do you? I don't even know if we, if we got on the salsa is always free. Yeah, that's the easy part. And the guac yeah. is always like five to. Let's let's know. just hypothetically speaking, I have a bowl of salsa and bowl of guacamole. Which one are you taking at this very moment? Guacamole. All right, I like it. I love avocados. Um, which would you rather play, a card game or a board game? It depends on the game. G- generally speaking, I mean, you know, obviously, there's hmm. many different many different kinds. I love card games. I love nerds. I don't know if you know what that is, but I grew up playing yeah. that as a kid and like got really competitive with it in my family. Um, I guess a board game. I don't know. I'm I a get, big board game fan. Yeah, I love, I love games in general. Yeah. I've like that's the only thing that I'm like decently good at, where I can like be competitive enough. Like yeah. I don't play sports, and I never did. Mm-hmm. So I competitiveness and is that a word? Competitiveness. Yeah. yeah. And um games it just because i don't have to like move around a bunch yeah. of, but like the charades like yes. i will win that yeah every time i like charades yes. um all right let's see crunchy peanut butter or smooth peanut smooth butter all the way i'm a big i'm a big crunchy fan no. so i do i do like smooth but i i do i've always loved i don't know what it is i don't know me. what it is i've always enjoyed <laughs> crunchy all right would you rather read the book or see the movie see the movie i do not read <laughs> <laughs> i will put that out there i do not read 
I can't focus that long. And the movie, it has to be really good, but like yeah. in the theaters. Gotcha. I Definitely just went theater. to the yeah. theaters. What, what did, did you see, see recently? What did I see? Did you see Cocaine Bear? No, it was... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. That just seems... Do you think I it's have, actually good? I haven't seen it. I, it's, it's not it, real, apparently. I, I, f- I feel like it would be good in the sense that it's just something... It's just kind of something crazy to see, you know? Like They I, just I, did it to do it. I would go into it with zero expectations yes. and leave it thinking that was a good good experience to I eat just some don't popcorn. know how long yeah. they can keep that plot going. <sighs> it's like I don't know. a crazy bear... Okay, I just remembered. Yeah. I saw Creed three, absolutely oh, yeah. amazing movie. I love the Creed movies. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen the third one, but I, I do like the first and second. I one. love Michael B. Jordan. He yeah. is so good. I just get so hyped up whenever the <laughs> fighting scenes are going on. I'm like about to stand out of my chair. It's crazy. I don't know why I just love this. That's movies. funny. All right, who in your mind would win in a dance battle, The Rock or Kevin Hart? Okay. Kevin Hart's smaller, so I feel like he can move and, more. And The Rock is much, much, much bigger, bigger than most I, people. Mm. <laughs> Kevin Hart, I feel like he's got some moves, and I feel like The Rock is a little too stiff. All right. I think he could dance, but I don't think that... I don't want it, The Rock, if, you, if you're listening, don't get mad. Yeah, this is also um, another case of if you are listening, yeah. please tell me how you found this, because I'm curious. <laughs> I need to know. Yeah. Kevin Hart, I guess. I'll give it to him. He seems a little bit more goofy with yeah. it. All right. Uh, last three questions. Which decade do you prefer, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Ooh. I'm not really – the 80s is, like, cool, but, like, the clothing is really difficult. The hair, I don't know about that. The 90s, I was born in the 90s, but, like, later 90s, yeah. so I didn't get to experience the full. I yeah. love that, like – I think I own more clothes that are the 90s vibe. Mm-hmm. 70s would have been a wonderful time to be alive. Yeah. I I think I have to go nineties. Nice, I like it. I, that was that was my guess for some reason. I was I was, I was leaning towards that. Yes. All right. Of the last four uh, holidays in the year, which do you prefer: Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, or New Year's? Unpopular opinion: Christmas. I'm not. I, I'm a big Christmas you, person. I, but I'm, if if you're not, that's okay. No, it's no hey. It's just for me. I don't. This is like this is even personal, but it's just so sad to me. I don't know why I get sad around Christmas. It makes me sad that people like don't have gifts for their kids yeah. or that like people can't get things like that really makes me sad. And maybe like I will turn into a, I feel like it's just a joy. Ugh, that sounds really bad. The joy is gone because like we're not kids anymore, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I feel like when you're a kid and you get the presents, you're so excited. Like you are waiting up and you're going to find those cookies that Santa ate. Yeah. And you are like so excited for all that. That is the best part. But once you get older, I feel like it's just not the same. Yeah. It doesn't get the same effect. Um, I'm full on Halloween all Halloween, the time. I, I'm appreciating Halloween more as I get older. I love costumes. Yeah. Yeah. I love making costumes. I've been making my Halloween costumes with my mom since I was a kid. Like I never bought oh, wow. a single costume, always made them. I was a vending machine one year <laughs> in fifth grade. I was a vending machine. Yes. With candy inside. I would everything love to buttons. see a picture of that. If you have it, it is that's hilarious. Literally with a little plug in on the back, like dangling down. It was full on like a box and I won the fifth grade competition. I s- always had to say that just, yeah. and the creative, like that was, that's where that began. Yeah. That me getting involved yeah. in doing that. I Those thought it was roots. so much fun. Never bought a costume, always made them. I just like getting to create like yeah. that is it's getting to be someone else. It's so fun to like, like it. come up with my idea and to see it through. I literally was 
the guy from uh, this year, what was I? I was Poison Ivy for one co I always do two. Poison Ivy for one costume, and then I was, I can't remember his name, but it's the guy, the sock guy from um, Monsters, Inc., you know, whenever he gets the yeah, kid's sock yeah, on him. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I was him, yeah. but like the shaved kind yeah. of version, so yeah. it was like, I made the whole thing. It was That's so funny. cool. Like, I don't know. I just like having a mo like the most unique costume if I can find a way yeah. that no one's ever done it. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I like that. That's <laughs> funny. All right. Uh, last question, uh, and I want to hear your rationale on this. Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? A hundred duck-sized so horses. A hundred really small horses or one really big duck? Hmm. Hypothetically, of course. Yes, yes, of course. I, you know, I'm trying to visualize what that would be like and my tactic to <laughs> fight them, like to the death. Is that what we're saying? I guess, yeah. That, that's what I'm thinking. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like the giant duck would just crush me. <laughs> like the giant, like ginormous, yeah, little webbed feet. Yeah. Would that hurt? I, their beaks are big too. I mean, they're it's it's proportionately the size of a horse. But I mean, think about. The, the tiny horses, them kicking you in the, like yeah. the ankle, that would hurt really bad, but like over and over again, but they couldn't reach you to hurt you anywhere else. Yeah. So it's just like at the ankle level. I don't know. I feel like I could kick off a bunch of little tiny horses. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how I would get rid of them, yeah. but I think that I could like, if they, mm, but see, that's hard. Yeah. Okay, I think I have to go with the tiny little horses. I feel like I could get away somehow, and there would be no chance for them. I like it. I like it. Well, that is the last <laughs> question I have for you. Uh, I, lo I always love asking people that question. It's it's a fun little question. No, that was ask, fun. So. I like answering this type of question. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Um, but yeah, thank you for, obviously, for coming in. Thank you for playing along. Uh, I enjoyed chatting with you today. And uh, before we finish, obviously, I know you've got you know your, your social medias and stuff, so I'll make sure your, uh, your Instagram and stuff like that is down below. So if you're listening and you want to follow her or her brand on Instagram, uh, definitely go down there and check it out. Uh, but do you have any other links or anything like that that people can find you or anything like that online? Um, no, just the website, Instagram. I have a TikTok. Um, I don't post that often, but I need to post more because I love TikTok and I need to get more involved in that. But it's lucky to like the letter. Wait, the letter. Yes. Know you. So it's different. So it's not T-O, but it's like the actual letter. The, no, the number two? The number two. Yeah. As a, <laughs> I swear, I was like, I said that, and then I was like, is that even? No. I, th I wasn't sure. I, I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Redo. lucky, and then, the, and then the number two. Lucky number two, <laughs> know you on TikTok if you want to see my content. I like it's it. It's not that amazing, but we'll get there. You know? Gotcha. I'm trying. Yeah, no. Well, I will make sure those links are in the description. So if you're listening, you want to check her out and see what she has going on, those will be definitely down there. So give her a follow, see what Madeline's got going on. Um, but yeah, with all that out of the way, Madeline, again, I appreciate you for coming in. Thank chatting you for with me having today. me. Yeah. I had an awesome time. Yeah, it's been great. It's been a lot of fun chatting with you. Uh, and I appreciate it. For all of you listening out there, um, thank you as always for tuning into the episode, this episode of the podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed. Uh, be sure to check out the links in the description. Uh, if you'd like to contact me uh, for any reason, that will be down in the description. Um, but yeah, thank you as always for tuning in. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I will catch you all on another episode of the podcast. Goodbye, everybody.
Thanks for tuning into this episode of the podcast. As one final reminder, if you'd like to support the show, then don't forget to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcast or share it with a friend. If you'd like to check out any links that were mentioned during the show or follow the show or myself on social media, then feel free to head to the description of today's episode to find these links. As always, thank you again for checking out today's episode, and I really hope you enjoyed it. I will catch you all on the next episode of the podcast. See ya.